Greetings, 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 wonderful people of God. It's your boy, Minister Change, the minister that meet people where they at and love on them like our Lord Jesus Christ does. I'd like to welcome my guest, Kiana, to the Change of Life Testimonies from Senator Saint. What's going on, sister? Tell me how you're feeling tonight. I'm good. Amen, amen, <laughs> okay. amen. I can't complain. Yes, yes, it's always a blessing to be in the land of the living. Hey, sister, we're going to start this off with you telling the people, where are you from? Where were you born and raised? Uh, I'm from Kansas City, Kansas, but I also grew up partly in Omaha, Nebraska. So I overall like to just say I'm a Midwest woman. I'm a Midwest okay. girl. That's how I grew up, right smack dab uh, between Kansas and uh, Kansas City, Kansas, and Omaha, Nebraska. So okay. uh, between the two of them. Okay, okay, okay. Omaha, okay, okay. Good deal, good deal. Hey, I'm um, okay. Sister Kiana. If somebody, if you had to describe your character to somebody, how would you describe yourself? That I am loving and pathetic and talkative okay <laughs> Very, okay. And, I, and if i threw another one in there i would definitely say creative i would okay. say creative okay. okay good word good word good word hey sister what, what do you think what is the three most important things in, in your life about moral standards give me give me three things that you like uh for a person to have if you, if you meet somebody and talk to them would you say they got to have good morals a job or just give me three things just three things that you would like to see in an individual if you was to meet. Okay. Uh, I always look for God qualities. So uh, someone who actually shows that they put God first and, you know, anyway, because it kind of spills over when you Amen. really are a person that put God first. So I look for God qualities. And then I will also say um, I look for people as far as friends, family members, you know, those close relationships, people who admire family and people who value friendship. So those would be my three because those are my three pillars is God, family and friends. Amen. Amen. Good words, sister. That's strong right there. That's strong. That's strong. Hey, Kiana, what this this is the testimony moment. What life mm -hmm. event? What made what made you finally say, "Look, I got to change my life. I got to get it together." What made you finally decide to just turn over and start praising the Lord and start changing your life? Um, it started for me uh, real early. Um, I okay. started praise dancing. Praise dancing okay. was what really conditioned me to know how to praise God, and then okay. uh, always knowing how to. Uh, being a choir, singing, sunshine band, things like that, and then sticking with it. So when you're in the atmosphere of constantly being in church uh, okay. throughout the week and then okay. having your church overflowing to your home and then your home overflowing to church is kind of it's hard to separate. So at home, I was conditioned how to praise God, how to pray. And then at church, it was just the atmosphere of saints coming together. So you knew the next step, which uh, for us, like I said, how I grew up, it was praise dancing or you sung. And if you did both, you definitely was considered a praiser. Or a <laughs> you, amen, I mean, you, had, 
Somebody gonna tell you, uh, lift your hands. Somebody gonna tell you, thank the Lord. Somebody gonna tell you, what's the highest praise? Like, you know, you practice it. And so, but where I can say probably to answer specifically or deeper, it would be my personal journey developed more so in my teenage years. It got deeper for me, my praise and worship. It got deeper. Amen, amen, amen. That's 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 a good word, Sister Kiana. That's a good word. Hey, do you do you think your childhood upbringing uh, had a, a good influence on, on your on your life now, or the the way you think and, and the process of that you uh, try to carry yourself and live now? Yes, it did. <laughs> and okay. I and I'm laughing while you were saying the question because <laughs> I was just with my best friend like not even a full hour ago, and wow. I just and we was. And I was telling her, I said, um, you was there for me. I was like, you was always that one that I forced to praise dance with me. And yeah, because <laughs> I was, I mean, I was so creative early on. So by the first time, like the first time we like danced by ourselves, I told her, I was like, you know, we was like eight years old when I made that dance up. And wow. then, yeah, so I and we danced, and I haven't really stopped dancing probably re- up until recently, the last few three years, maybe. But for okay. the most part, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Kiana. So, y'all was the dancers, right? Y'all was getting it in, getting that praise on, dancing, dancing. Good deal, mm-hmm. good deal, good deal. Hey, yeah, um, Sister Kiana. Have you figured out what your assignment is, the assignment that God has for you on this earth? That's a good question. I can say that because I'm 32, mm-hmm. I don't know uh, clearly if I feel like I learned all of it. Um, okay. I can say I do believe I'm on a track to where okay. I'm supposed to be becoming my ultimate self. And mm-hmm. I think that part of it is being as vocal as I am about my love for God and the fact that I've never compromised my love for him for anything in this world. And I do that with my book. I put, you know, all of my creativity, my artistic expression, everything has always been up, whether it's praise dancing, I could dance for the world. I can, I can go to a club, I can twerk, I can do whatever, whatever. But okay. it was every but if I made a choice, my I dance for my father first. Uh yeah. then, you know, if it comes to me being able to spit and write or whatever, I'd rather mm-hmm. do it for my father first. So I know that my voice is for him. Amen. My body is for him. So Amen. I know that at some point, you know, those things are connecting. And causing me to see that it's purpose in a lot of aspects to me, especially Amen. in a generation where you don't have people that even want to be role models. True, you know, true, so it's like true. if you look at those aspects of what I'm conditioned into the church, it's mm-hmm. a great foundation for being a role model because your first accountability point is God. So if you're Amen. trying to be obedient to him, you're eventually going to open yourself to availability of being used to be an example. And if I take that with a fine appreciation, I know that that is a part of my purpose. 
my my voice is supposed to draw people to Christ. My creativity is supposed to draw people to Christ. My beauty is supposed to draw people closer to Christ. My, you know, those things, all of those aspects. So it becomes, you know, it's multifaceted of an answer (laughs) because, you know, how you asked it is is kind of minor. But, you know, anything in God goes deeper. So. I would say that some of my purpose has literally been tied to my poetry and dancing because those have been the things that have drawn people to me and that I started considering to be ministry. And I do know that I have children in my heart. So being used to be a a mother or even a big sister, an auntie, a cousin, uh, even working in childcare fields for almost 10 years. So mm. I know that God has placed children on my heart. So knowing that I have to be able to get myself in order to be that answer for somebody else's generation. I do believe that Amen. is my purpose. Children. Amen. And Amen. Good word. Good word, Sister Kiana. Good word. Good word. Hey, you know, serving the Lord Jesus Christ is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. I just want to ask you, what is the best thing you feel about being a believer in our Lord Jesus Christ? That's, I like that question. OK, uh, <laughs> I, I love to talk about the Lord. That's why, <laughs> that's why I like that question. I mean, okay. my favorite part, I would say about being a believer, you know, that's kind of how I kind of took that question. My favorite mm-hmm. part about being a believer is knowing that I'm covered. Amen. I'm covered. I know yeah. that that I'm not just going through this earth and not going nowhere. It's yeah. an end for me. It's something set in stone. And that is my name in the book of life. I believe it. We live by faith. I speak that. That's how I live. I try to be obedient. I don't yeah. really uh, find myself questioning why God wants order from me. You know what I mean? Like, that's good. That's and good. especially in an American society where they try to get us to question everything that is yes. meant to really better us because it's organized. So I yes. like knowing that God gives us discernment to want to write, have a rightful life, to want mm. to be uh, on his side, not wrong, not on the opposing end where, you know, the majority is true. True. You know, like I I appreciate when I read scriptures and it's talking about the narrow path and then the walk and the road that's big and a lot of them are headed True. down it. But True. those specific True. ones that are willing to take that narrow path, you're covered. Your yeah. your journey is leading you somewhere greater than you anticipated. You're not yeah. trying to escape all the things that are really meant to shape you and make you who you are and draw you closer to God. So I would definitely say even to cap it is my favorite part is knowing he wants a relationship with me. Amen. And I want one back with him. True, 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 true. Oh, good word, good word, Keanu. Girl, you putting it down. Where are we going to church? You putting it down. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, okay, okay, look, I can feel it. I can feel it in spirit. Hey, um, Kiana, what you do me a favor? I want you to finish this sentence for me. God okay. has always. God has always. Hmm. God has always been there with me. 
been there with you. He's okay, just I know always God, I, been there with me. Okay, I know there's a plenty of times God has been there with you, but give me one moment that you know that, hey, you thought it was the end or something was happening. You just felt the presence of God there with you. Um, I mean, it's a bunch of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can say, I mean, when I really felt it for the first time, I can say I, I'll I'll say it two part. Is the okay. first time where that made me answer the way I did first is because okay. I think about when I used to uh always because we in the home that I lived in my room was always downstairs or okay. it had to, you know so I didn't have always what felt like connection in the home I felt okay. kind of isolated. Okay. And at an early age, because I had a love for praise dancing and music, there would be times where, like any child, you're scared of the dark, you know, yeah. and yeah. and like I'm downstairs. No one can, mm-hmm. you, you know, hear it all everything. So mm-hmm. I remember when I would play gospel music before, while I would lay down at night in nothing but pitch darkness. And I promise I knew that God would speak to me through certain songs, how he make you turn on and listen and make Mm. you feel this comfort of like, dang, I'm really not by myself. Something Mm. is around me that's telling me what I really feel from the inside. And it's orchestrating it in word form to me through melodies. Then it was the next time where in my adult more like stages where I was progressing in my relationship with God would be more of in college when I knew that financially I wasn't stable. I was in a place okay. where I was a first generation student. Nobody could show me how to be a college student. Um, okay. I had to balance the job, things like that. And knowing that I'm working part time, a full time student and all my bills managed to still get paid, you know, right. like really. And I will always keep because I was at a city for college. I remember. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because it's just the small things that he sh- tells yeah. you and they teach you when you're sewing. And I yeah. is knowing that I did not part time. Paying for mm. a, my share of an apartment, my first apartment at 19, mm. just getting my first car where some people got them in high school. I didn't. I got mine in college at 19. And then so and just finding, you know, oh, now you got insurance. You got whatever bills, yeah. which is new. Mm. And I remember I still would uh, when I would go cash my check, I would always put my ties and I'll put it in my visor of my okay. um, car. Okay. And it was just like, but it was the little things of knowing, like, because I was taught and trained how to give 10 percent of everything. I never neglected it because I felt like it was real. It was necessary for me. And then mm-hmm. to watch how in my memory bank, he shows me like you with you asking me questions, it's triggering mm-hmm. those specific mm-hmm. moments because I'm like at all the things like I didn't I I didn't think that that was so important, but it yes. was what I was doing during that time. Amen. I was ten percent, but still managing Amen. to pay bills and everything. It'll be times, you know, you sent home early, so your hours are short. And yeah. even yeah. though I was struggling, I was still surviving. I was, 
Mm. I realized like, dang, relationship matters at this point with look God. At, look, like, at God. Like, look at God. Look at look at God. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what they tell you as an adult and you watching all these adults praise God and you know, but you mm. don't know why. You don't yeah. know why they're praising God half the time. Amen. Oh, look at God. Look at God. Look at God. God always come through. Well, God is good all the time. God is good yes. all the time. Most definitely. Most definitely. Hey, Keanu, what do you think about accountability? I think it's important. I think it's important. Well, I well, do. Why, why, do you feel, why do you feel accountability is important? Because it's ownership of who you are. Okay. That's good. I do. That's good. That's I good. believe. When you're an accountable being, you don't make excuses first and you okay. step up to whatever is necessary. And a lot of times we, you know, condition that to be the call, whatever you're called that has your name on it. You mm-hmm. know that you have to do it because if mm-hmm. you don't do it, something is going to be wrong in some area of the whole world and the whole, you know, God's plan. So accountability yeah. for us means that we are making ourselves a part of God's plan. And when we are a part Amen. of God's plan, we're bettering the vision. We're Amen. fulfilling what we're created to walk this earth to do. And only accountability, Amen. I feel like, brings that out. And, and you know, since we in a church, we church, we know that culture of even, for example, you know, a lot of PKs that know they're called to yeah, ministry yeah. and they run, they flee. They yep, your accountability they is keeping somebody in captivity. Yeah. If when you're not in your rightful place and yeah. when you're in your rightful place, you're being accountable. Yeah, most definitely. Hey, man, hey, man. Ooh, girl, you're putting it down. Boy, we have a yeah. church up in here tonight. <laughs> Well, look at it. Look at it. Are you a PK? <laughs> I'm not, but, but oh, okay. my uh, my stepdad was a deacon and a minister, so I mean, I knew okay. what it was like to have leadership okay. in the home. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Amen. amen, amen, amen. Good word, good word. Hey, sister, is there anything in mm-hmm. life that you look back on that you regret and say, "Man, wow." I wish I wouldn't have did that. I wish I wouldn't have went down that path. Is there anything in life that you ever just look back and be like, man, whew, dang, I wish I wouldn't have left that house? It's look, 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 this, I'm, <clears throat> I might sound a little too churchy on this one, no. but I don't, I don't, I don't. And it's only because my favorite scripture is Romans 8 and 28. All things work for my good. So I'm a firm believer that what I thought could have been a mistake really mm-hmm. was a part of shaping me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's I don't know mm-hmm. what my end is going to be, but he accounted for every situation to still make me me. And Man. my me is knowing that my heart is still pure. And, mm-hmm. and by pure, I'm saying that it's not away from sin. And all of its, mm-hmm. you know, forms, we can't escape it. But it's the reality of my inside always knowing that it's nothing about me that wants to deny my savior. Nothing. Man. I don't care if someone told me out because I'm black, it's a white man's religion and this, this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to say that since we just talking, I'm yeah. one of them people who can't stand that, especially being 
you know, in American culture when they try to, okay, we know a lot of slaves came here, but we never talk about how many were free already here before yeah, entering yeah. the city world. They have practices mm-hmm. and customs and they've been serving the one true God since the beginning of time. So yeah. you're not about to take away the fact that God accounted even for maybe my enemies, the ancestries enemies in my blood to still say that it's not enough to strip the knowledge of me. God did all that and still have my enemies teach my ancestors, the one and true living God. You're not going to take that away. That just meant it was a part of his plan. He meant for me to know who God was. He didn't care what language was stripped from my original people or whatever. He still said, you going to know who I am. You're not going to deny me. And that's the bigger point. It ain't who who taught it to you. It's the fact that he said he would even use your enemies. True. Thank you, whoever you think created a paganistic religion that still taught me that the Holy Spirit is real. Yeah, we know it's real. <laughs> like, like real. real. It, it's just like, I mean, <laughs> you can't take it away. It's, we know. He, he created you. Amen. Right? Amen. You don't Amen. even have an answer. Amen. But you, you, know, you so set on yours. Yeah. So set on yours that I can't think no other way. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Good word. Woo. Good word, Sister Kiana. Good word. Good word. Hey, sister, if you could FaceTime anybody in heaven, who would you FaceTime and why? Okay, David. David. Okay, you will FaceTime David. Now, now, I've I've got some serious questions for him. What would you ask? What would you ask, Stephanie? (laughs) I would ask David. I would ask David for real, for real. Like, did you really, you know, need all them women? Like, that'd be the first one of the first things that come to my mind. Like, did okay. you really need all of them women? Like, okay. was that really necessary? That's that's just the the woman in me that would be like, just a curiosity moment for you. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, like, really. Would. Like really, 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 because it's like, do you? I feel like you started this. Yeah. <laughs> like you started this whole. You took Ooh. away from what Adam and Eve had and saying that it's all these beautiful women. I'ma just since I'm balling, I will take care of everybody. I don't. I don't. I would want to know. Yeah. yeah. Is, why was that necessary? And all the concubines. Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's a good question. It is. Look, I, it's, I mean, it's, look, I like to, I like to be listening in when you ask me that question myself. <laughs> please, because I, I know the next question I'm gonna ask is, you know, like, uh, what was it that made him like? Because one thing that draws me specifically to David is his relationship with God. Hmm. Yeah. Like how you could clearly see in a lot of the biblical character, you know, not characters, but people's yeah. lives that were recorded. Mm-hmm. David's intimacy with God stood out to me. It oh, was yeah. zoomed in on. Yeah. 
Yes, it was. You know, so I kind of would want to know, like, really, I would probably ask him along the lines of, like, uh, you know, what was his conversations with God, like, off the paper? The stuff you don't write. You know, because I know how I am up here. Yeah, I know yeah. how I am up here. And me and God yeah. be talking. Me and God be talking. Yeah. And so okay. it's like, I would want to know, like, David, you, I mean, you was one of the most sincerest men in history. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I said I would start with, with the women first. Like, why all of them? Why do you need all of them? Like, I get it. Mm. You got love to share. You got some yeah. love. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it yeah, went on down you trying to share. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, sister. Most definitely, most definitely. It was. It was. Most definitely, most definitely, sister. Key out of that, but, oh, girl, that's good. That's good. Look, you, you, you got me want to talk. See if I can Facetime him right now. God, give me one time. I want. I want to know. Right. Hey, what? What? I came from one to a bunch. Man, when was it okay <laughs> to go from one to all of them? I want her because I can afford it. I want her because I can afford it. I wanted to know. It seemed to be okay all the way even in 2023. Yeah, that's deep. You're right. You're right. I need to know. Everybody don't want this one. That's deep. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's you're right. Look, I'm going to try to figure that one out. I don't know. That is, that's that, that's a, that's that's a good question. That's that's that's, that's I'm a good. Saying, one. I still be looking in the book and being like, "That's who to blame." But you ain't supposed to blame. But come on now, yeah. if it's in the book, yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's referenceable. Yeah, you're right. It's you're right. right. Most most and and he his bloodline wanted to have a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes, his blood yeah. like wanted all of them, but yet yeah. you see that it's like, dang, you so anointed though. God, God wanted yeah. you. Like God yes. just wanted to prove. Like I guess I ain't gonna say. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't say that. I'm gonna let you. Ask, I'm gonna let you ask your question. Okay. okay. Hey, 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 Sister Kiana, if there was a a positive mm -hmm. word of encouragement that you can give to anybody out there that's going through anything, say they just want to give up in life. And they just like, what is a positive word you can give them to just help them hold on and hang in there? And let them know that this too shall come to pass, whatever they're going through. <clears throat> I will say, that pursuing a relationship with God is the best thing for your life. Okay. And I would say that it's not going to be easy to know that you're building it properly because you have your eyes on other people. But okay. if you really know that in your heart that you know there's good in you, look for those signs around you. Practice prayer, practice worshiping, practice praising God, practice reading your Bible, because those things are going to be 
what mirrors you eventually. And if you stop or pause, you will cause more problems than solutions when the solution has already been presented in every form. That Bible, you can question it all you want, but and starting with the fact that the world want to always tell you it's man-made, but so is everything else that you touch. That cell phone you're holding is man-made. <laughs> you know Amen. what I mean? Amen. Amen. The, the grocery cart you push to get those groceries down to the aisles you need is man-made. Every book you have read is man-made. So have Amen. enough discernment of believing the other side than always focusing on everything that people think is wrong with God. That would be my advice. Amen. Amen. Focus on what people are telling you is right about your Savior. Not who Amen. taught it to you, not whose ancestry was stripped away because of it. Not because the point is, is every form of history is almost in it already. Amen. So you eventually, you know what I mean? So you eventually see yourself in it. But he is so much God that he puts himself in every aspect of it. And if you miss his word, it's your fault. And yeah. I have to say it with that kind of tone because it is a sorrowful thing that you go through this walk in life and miss your your savior. Who to miss your call and everything mm. attached to it because we never mm. know unless Man. our actions are showing that that's who we choosing. We're choosing God and knowing that when you do choose God, everything is not fast. Man. Everything is not fast. True. It's not. True. It's just not. You have Man. those suddenlies in life. You have those instants in life. And even the Bible speaks about suddenly moments, suddenly seasons and this and the all of these. And those come within their time. There is nothing you can rush about, God. There's Amen. nothing you can force that is going to give you what you think you are worthy of having from him. He is God. And when you humble yourself and open up yourself to his love first, not his rules. Mm. So many people yeah. want to see his rules yeah. first, but he started with love before he even got to all that law. He proved even with Noah and everything else. Then Moses and all these laws came after he was leading with love. Amen. He was living with love and all his patience he had for us. So if you Amen. think that you're patiently waiting on God, he's been patiently waiting on you longer. Man, good word. Good so, word, yeah. sister. Kiana, good word, good word. Hey, sister, we're going to now talk about your books, your poetry, mm -hmm. your career, your talents. I know you're a talented person. Why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about your books and, and tell the people a little bit about who you are as an author, as a uh, as uh, doing your poetry, just give the people a little bit about Mr. Kiat, Mrs. Kiat. <laughs> uh, so, Soul Inspiration: A Journey for Divine is my first book. I uh, actually had it republished. Um, I like being transparent about the journey because there is a lot of people who get prophesied to that there's books inside of you. 
that there's things that God want to get out of you. And you might have the material, but you don't know nothing about the industry. <laughs> you don't know nothing about how to print to get it to you and all of these things. So, you know, it, it's my first book. I uh, did it during a pandemic 2020. I published, I used my stimulus checks and flipped mm. them and made a book. Um, God literally paid for it. You know, he showed me that you, you have the creativity, but the next step is, you know, building and building mm. is a, what a lot of people don't talk about in your author mm. walk. But yes. I've been building and this has been three years that I've been working at it. I, um, uh, have other books inside of me, but it's just something about when you got unfinished business that God just doesn't let up on you to be like your creator, your creativity is going to flow now. You know, it's he is it's blockage to certain things in your creative block. That's why people, you know, call it writer's block. Um, mm-hmm. And I've learned that in this process that because this is still my first book and now I'm in I'm three years in. Um, I watched my book grow behind the scenes. I started doing things, you know, for we're selling uh, to family, to friends, uh, being able to do poetry nights and things surrounded around uh, developing the audience for the book. I uh, started shortly. I wrote the book during my last years in college, which was 2016. Okay. So between 2016 and 2020, I had been writing it and didn't even know. Mm. I had uh, written over 100 poems. There's 112 in the book I had to choose from. So that lets you know Man. how many I wrote. <laughs> I wrote them. Didn't even, I didn't even name them then. They were all freestyles I just used to do to encourage myself. Like I wanted to practice my relationship with God. And how did that start for me? It was my book and knowing that when I dissect to how all those pages came together and he stitched it, it was me speaking to me. It was mm. 112 poems from the out, from the inside telling my outside, like, this is a part of life. This is a part of life because I was just going through and then I told myself, I'd rather not put negativity in the world and it's enough of that. So I said, if I was going to speak, it was going to only be positive. So my whole book is soul inspirations on purpose because every poem is meant to change your outlook on something. It's Mm -hmm. meant as a whole to shape your soul, to get it to go more further. You know, like we need inspiration and a lot of inspiration, especially that I know comes from God. It comes from the word of God. And yes, what he sure. what he would do is I remember I got to points where I would just pray before I freestyle something because I started holding myself accountable. You know, God, okay. you gave me a gift. People are paying attention to it now. Now people are sharing it. Now people are commenting on it now. You know, so now I'm accountable for what's coming out of my mouth. And all I have to do is just keep speaking the word of God. And that's all I did. I spoke life. It would be some days I just would start reading scriptures and then I would flip the scripture and make a poem out of it. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it, some, it, it just would happen that way. I would do it in, uh, in between my lunch breaks in the car, just 
texting a whole poem, just whatever, because I felt accountable. And then from there, I had after I had my daughter, it was like God said, just go collect everything. I wrote every single poem down that I ever wrote and freestyle, did whatever with it. He he, I prayed. He helped me put it together to be enough. You know, I I don't I don't know everything that this world is going to require from literature because, you know, the Bible is enough. But everything he puts in us, he reveals to you your voice is enough, too, in your present time. There are still things I could say through you. And when I made myself available, that's when everything started coming together. I knew nothing about putting a book together. I knew I went to college, so I loved writing essays. I would get A's and B's on papers. So I knew I knew how to write. I knew I knew how to write poems. I had been writing poems since I was 13. And Mm. then to, you know, get to my mid-20s. And then, like I said, from 2016 to about 2020, it was all these poems. Didn't know what I was going to do with them. But then when he made it happen and then the steps that he ordered, from me starting to reach out to people who could publish my book during a the pandemic, then finding mm. out that, OK, <clears throat> there's for people who are out there. I'm going to just throw this out there <clears throat> okay. for people. Excuse me for uh, those who are interested in uh, publishing things like that. And, you know, you don't have all the money or things like that. And you don't want to just give your rights off to a major publishing company or whatever, starting off. It's going to require your own faith in yourself, believing and sowing into yourself. But even mm-hmm. if you don't have everything like you have it lined up, it's not enough to push it off if God has told you to write it. And if it's already written and now you just Amen. need to have the next step. There are a lot of um, publishing companies that uh, help independent authors and everything from marketing to whatever. And a lot of it is on payment plans that you can do. Uh, you don't have to always have everything flat out. You know, if you got 500 here, 300 here, or, you know, you got 800 or however your budget is, there is a lot of people that can actually help you get your stuff in the print to start your process, at least in that, I wanted to say. Because okay. a lot of people, you know, are still out there and they're going to write books. They're they're mm-hmm. going to. God is going to keep speaking and people are going to keep moving on his behalf. And I know that some of us go through the process first so you can help other people get through it. And, and one of them <laughs> is like really doing your research, saying what, who, what you feel in your spirit that you believe is who's going to uh, help you get the best version of your book, you know, from uh, whatever vision you have. Or if you don't, sometimes, you know, God partners you up with those that can help you do that. And I know that that was what it was for me. And from there, I just kept believing in it. It got me here to where you reached out to me. (laughs) You know, I never knew about this platform. I didn't know what was in store on the other side, what our conversations would be like. But I just know that it's because I did the work, things in its timing are allowing itself to be revealed to say, like, I was meant to do it. I didn't regret it. I didn't feel like, oh, it's it's not going to happen for me. It's just take time. 
Yeah. And I just wish sometimes, you know, you some people don't have the mentors in life for the journey they want. And what God mm-hmm. is calling them to, you really are the first one. And it's hard mm-hmm. looking like a fool sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. investing in yourself, believing in everything, not turn out how you want. That's hard. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't talk about it. And especially in the church, a lot of the times in the church, we don't want to talk about the downside to nothing as if we're going against God by talking about what really is real. Mm-hmm. You're not going yeah, against true. God by telling your truth. It's mm-hmm. hard. Stuff stuff yeah. gets hard. Yeah. Journeys yeah. are not always clear. True. I, you, <laughs> I know I had a conversation with my best friend earlier and I mentioned uh, to her, I said, you know, I said, if it really wasn't for my grandma's voice telling me don't quit nothing, don't ever quit, don't, you know, and it it was what really got me refocused to say, all right, everything around this book, I got to keep believing in. If I believe mm. God told me it ain't nothing to quit on. Cause I, and I remember what I asked her. I said, Grandma, how do you know when you get to a point where you need to let up on something? Mm-hmm. It's not the time. It's not the season for it. And she abruptly stopped me. She's like, don't quit on nothing. Don't quit Man. nothing. And I'm that's the that, I'm taking that with me. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It stuck out to me because you don't know what your next effort could do to really solidify something because that's how everything got in this world. Somebody's idea that they didn't let up on. And imagine if somebody let up on the ironing board, let up on a a pressing cone, let up on on a on a, a fr- you know a yeah. barber chair just just yeah. a little thing that somebody knew that you knew it was important enough for you to think it man. but it's not important enough for you to act on it man good yeah. word good word yeah. sister hey sister now if somebody wanted to reach out to you you got an email or they want to purchase your book can you give us some contact information on how if they want to purchase your book or just get in contact with you for old poetry or something like that just Give me some info, some handles. <laughs> I um, I have my regular social media. So I got Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat for the most part. And it's under Kiana Lachea or either okay. some know it as Sultry the Poet. I okay. uh, You can purchase my book, Soul Inspirations, A Journey for the Divine on Amazon. Um, it's also available on other um book platforms so barnes and nobles and so forth um i actually have a a creative project that i did around the book which is an album i recorded for myself it's 27 of the tracks there's nine uh chapters in the book so i take three poems for each chapter and it gives you a preview even before purchasing a book and you can stream that on anything apple youtube all you got to do is, again, type in Kiana Lachea so you can hear me do some of the poetry. Uh, if you would like to email me or reach out to me, uh, you can always email me at KianaHamilton311 at Gmail, and I can respond to you that way. Or like everybody else, you got DMs on Instagram, Facebook, Snap, all under Kiana Lachea. You'll find me. Most definitely, most definitely. Good word, sister. Good word. Hey, sister, this has been a, a good interview, sister. But um, 
ministry yeah. change cannot <laughs> let you get out of here without offering, offering the blessing of the Lord. So I was just wondering if you could just bow your head with me and repeat after yeah. me as I offer you the Lord, sister, if that's okay. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. I ask for forgiveness. I ask for forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. Right now, at this moment. Right now, at this moment. I turn from my sins and invite you to my heart and life. I turn from my sins and invite you to my heart and my life. I'm going to trust you and follow you as my Lord I and Savior. And follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus name, amen. Amen, amen. Sister, it's, it's, it's been a good interview, Talk sister. I really enjoyed you, and I'm going to continue hugging you in prayer. And you keep praying yeah. for me. We, we must know that God is good all the time. And no matter what all you're going time. through, sister, this too shall come to pass. Yes. Amen. Amen. Sacrifice and power. I've learned the power of sacrifice and its ability to free from the natures of sin. Fasting helped me alleviate while passing through this world's lies and to my surprise, I was able to elevate spiritually, grow with wisdom mentally, control my lacking emotionally while catering to my temple physically. See, I know the warring of spirituality and its tendency to shed light on the fight I face in the midst of the space in my mind. The things that hold me blind to the truths of my youth and suppresses the growth of my soul. My father helped me gain control over the things that kept me bound so that I could no longer surround myself with the temptations that contradict what I'm told. But the presence of the enemy is so bold. Jesus, my Lord. Holy Spirit, my waymaker, we need you more than prayers are prayed. Not wanting to end up dead, but we cry out in the silence instead. Dreading the guilt and fear of internal past, the devil reminds of these things to cut our blessings in half. As habits of rebellion oppresses millions from a relationship with an eternal loving God. His rod and staff comforts us. But if Satan can get you to deny your trust in the Lord through the betrayal of the word as the facade of race in the absence of unity, then people really don't know how much of heaven for themselves they're ruining. Testimony. I gave you a testimony. Speak it right now. Call Minister Change. 260-203-7000. 
6655. You wanna share what got it for you? Call it right now. Each minute's a change. 260 203 6655. The email is live. C H Y A N G E dot T O T T E E at Gmail. Cause uh, you get a testimony. I got a testimony, you got a testimony, I got a testimony, and it's a change, call him right now, 260-203-6655, God.